Warning, you are about to listen to the greatest radio show ever. And due to contractual obligations and to shield our airwaves and corporate licensees from any semblance of liability, responsibility, and gullibility, we must tell you the views represented on this show are not necessarily those of this station or its management. This radio show contains differing points of view on current political topics, and due to the nature of its contents, it should be heard by everyone. Thank you for listening. Three, three, two, two, one. Now live from the Devil Radio Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, where the political party is just beginning. Welcome to the Devil's Advocate Show. Friends proving it's never personal, only politics. Please allow me to introduce myself. Here is your host, Mike Crute. Welcome back to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. It's the Friday edition, the happier happy hour. I see Maggie Dawn. She's joining us very, very shortly. Milwaukee County Corporate Council. She's out where the sun shines, Dom. Although the sun's shining here on the greatest radio show ever, some would say. Oh, look at her. Welcome. Milwaukee County Corporate Council, Maggie Dawn. Can we hear her? Maggie, welcome. She can't hear us yet. Okay. Can you hear me? Is that okay? There we go. All right. We're good to go. Now, look at that. Make it down. Welcome. Happy Friday, sister. I see the Golden Gate Bridge in the background. Dom's usually in front of the Hone Bridge, but. Uh, This this new Zoom interface just put this up for me. So I'm actually in Arizona today. So greetings from from another uh, time zone here. Well, it must be. Uh, what is it, London Bridge that's in Lake Havasu? Right, something like that. Maggie, uh, we'll, we'll go. We'll go back to the normal background of nothing for me. <laughs> Dom's got a bar in the background, as one might assume about Dom. Maggie, we've been having a little fun before we get to the politics, and you know, occasionally, occasionally, we like to lighten it up around here. What is the most Wisconsin thing ever? We got some Charlie Barron's tickets. He's doing a get out the vote event in Madison on Monday. So we got some VIP tickets to give away. I think I got one pair left. But Maggie, what is the most Wisconsin thing ever? And tell me if you want to hear the examples from the other panelists. Oh, heck yeah, because I got to, you know, everything's a competition. So, yes, tell me what they said so that I can come up with something better. I, I, I don't know if you can top Dominic's contribution. Beer. Beer. Oh, ca- the Captain Obvious approach. I like it. I like it. A purist, my brother, a purist. Low-hanging fruit, Maggie. <laughs> right. although the, it is Friday. Although the story is somewhat made up, I, I told a long and rambling story about, you know, renewing my vows and having marital relations with my beautiful wife and having her turn to me and say, see you next time. The quick trip goodbye. Are you familiar? (laughs) The rest of it was a joke, but I was trying to get to the quick trip goodbye. See you next time. They say it every time, and there is no appropriate answer to the quick trip goodbye. It's what, what do you say in response? See see you you too, but it's not going to be the same person there, there's no thanks i don't know it, it it's a wisconsinism that's for sure yes i would like fries with that that's the only proper response <laughs> supersized with a diet please that's, okay so we both approach. had questionable veracity sort of answers mine was better but maggie what do you think you're 
beer, he says. The most Wisconsin thing. Well, I have to, maybe I'm giving props to Charlie here, but I think, um, oh yeah, don't forget to tell your folks I say here, hey, thanks. Like everyone says it. If you know someone's parents, you grew up with them. There's no way you get through a conversation with a dear old friend whose folks you know without saying, tell your folks I say, hey, very Wisconsin. I have to say tailgating. I know other places do it, but I, I really think Wisconsinites have raised that to a high art form and the fact that we will tailgate in the most brutal of environments, <laughs> whether we're talking at Lambeau or Brewers opening day, when it's really cold outside, we know how to tailgate in, in, in any sort of weather. We will be at opening day. Would you like to join us there, Maggie Dawn? We could probably find a spot for you. We're oh, gonna broadcast you know that I would be the... there in a heartbeat, guys. But, but I do think I'm going to be in Arizona. April 3rd? There's an election April 4th. I voted early, brother. Yeah, of early. course you did. I got to tell you, of all the examples we've heard so far, the one that has seemed the most Wisconsin to me, smelt wrestling. You put a big pile of smelt, and then you have two grown men wrestle in a pile. Apparently, that's popular over in the uh, east eastern part of the state, smelt wrestling, Oconomowoc area. I forget. The guy said you could walk across the rivers of smelt. Which is better than the Mayfly wrestling they do in lacrosse. <laughs> right. Listen, I'm constantly amused and um, befuddled by the human condition, and, and certainly no less than right here in Wisconsin. Let me ask you, state Supreme Court race, Dan Kelly, Dan Kelly, the contemptuous Dan Kelly, although I think he's moderated very slightly, at least for the uh, debate, you know, when he was calling his opponent a liar and slanderous and Janet, a lot of Janet. Uh, did you see the debate? And what was your impression of candidate Kelly? My impression of candidate Kelly at the debate was that's candidate Kelly um, is the same as Dan Kelly, the guy, which is condescending, superior, smug, um, and completely lacking in any um, self-awareness, situational awareness, or, or any indication of the humility to consider that he might be wrong. I don't think Dan would have been up there um, had he been running against a, a male candidate referring to that male candidate by his first name. Um, so, you know, the guy is affiliating himself with, with insurrectionists, racists, people that promote homicide um, in opposition to abortion. So, yeah. Right on brand for Dan Kelly with the veneer, you know, the sneering veneer of trying to sort of um, not not come across quite as despicable as I think um, he is, frankly, want to be. Um, and and the slanderous attacks, if anybody's going to talk about slander, it would be Judge Protasiewicz, certainly. I I. I can't believe people have spilled ink on some of the stuff that's come out in the last couple of days. Thank you, Don Milwaukee County Corporate Counsel. Thanks for joining us. The The fact that Dan Kelly, after this debate, apparently was on stage or at least, you know, remotely, you know, giving a presentation to a, a religious organization, apparently, that, that had a, what, an insurrectionist 
uh, in their midst. And and he was asked about, hey, you know, this guy who was you know had done these stop the steal rallies and you know, been to the January sixth. Are you okay with that? Oh, I have no problem with it. I'm I'm fine with it. He's doing wonderful work. And then affiliated himself with this, uh, you know, person who who as you alluded to, Maggie. Um, suggested that perhaps doctors who perform abortions should be murdered. It's justifiable homicide in their mind. And for Dan Kelly to be you know, all up in arms about Janet Protosiewicz letting people know where her values lie, it seems, it, it seems pretty obvious to me where his values lie, Maggie. Yeah, I, to my, my question to Mr. Kelly is, uh, why don't you tell us actually what your values are? Because calling yourself a constitutional conservative is absolutely meaningless faux news claptrap if you pal around with and call the support of Mr. Scott Pressler, insurrectionist and anti-Muslim activist, quote, invaluable. Tell us what your values are, Mr. Kelly. Do you support the peaceful transition of power? Do you support our constitutional uh, republic apparently not by the company you keep mr kelly do you support the views of matthew truhella the anti-abortion advocate that said that indeed uh killing an abortion provider is quote justifiable homicide that advocates creations of anti-abortion militia groups who called mask mandates equivalent to the Holocaust. Mr. Kelly, if you don't tell us what your values are, then all we are left to do is, an in, is infer that your values are represented by those that you are more than happy, willing, and able to fall all over to accept the support of that being racists, insurrectionists, and murderers. Okay, interesting values for a Supreme Court candidate. Folks, you're listening to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. We got one of the finest of guests. She is Milwaukee County Corporate Counsel, friend of the Devil's, Maggie Dawn. Maggie, uh, January 6th insurrection. Apparently, although he claims I never worked for the Republican Party, he offered, what, representative counsel to the Republican Party of Wisconsin and also the National Republican Party. And... Although Andrew Hitt gave sworn testimony that he spoke with Dan Kelly, now candidate for Wisconsin Supreme Court, about the subject of the fake electors, the criminally uh, fake electors in my assessment. But Kelly denied that in the debate. He directly contradicted the testimony of Andrew Hitt, claimed, well, you know, I didn't know anything about the fake electors. Even though he had a 30-minute conversation, there was nothing else practically to speak about that he's been Correct. expressed for 30 minutes. And he he basically, I mean, it's not perjury on a debate stage, but he's lying to the electorate. Is he not? By logic? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely, Mike. I, I was just going to say my my response in part to the debate, aside from the lack of articulation of Mr. Kelly's values, is the fact that we clearly need to have judicial candidates swear an oath before they get up on a debate stage, because the only person that swore an oath that was subject to perjury about the content of that conversation was Mr. Height. And I don't know what Dan Kelly calls working for, but when someone hires you to provide advice and you're a lawyer and then you receive paper Payment for said advice that's called working for someone so i again, and they carry is 
forward on the conspiracy of the fake electors. So he did not go on the debate stage and say, I gave contrarian advice and they completely blew through the stop sign. He just said, well, I didn't really, really work for them. I just cashed the checks and they put forth this criminal conspiracy, Crudy's assessment. So they obviously either took his advice or ignored his advice, but he didn't deny it. Correct. I, I, let's 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 take the two pieces of this that are super problematic. Right. You now have judges explicitly concluding that the crime fraud exception applies to many of these lawyers that interacted with Trump campaign and White House officials. Right. To pierce the attorney client privilege. So, Dan, were you participating in a criminal conspiracy to overthrow the government? Otherwise, what exactly were you doing, friend? I hope he's got a good freaking criminal defense attorney. I know we would. She's Maggie Dawn. Come back. More devils. of the time, they're right every time. The Devil's Advocates. And we are back. Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. Maggie Dawn, Milwaukee County Corporate Counsel, and our friend sticking around. Maggie, thank you for doing so. Uh, You brought up, as we're discussing the debate between Judge Protosewicz and Dan Kelly, uh, and, and Dan Kelly's you know, denial essentially of his conversation and what occurred uh, during uh, with his conversation with Hit, the former Wisconsin Republican Party chair, as he testified, Hit did to the J6 committee. Uh, and he talked about, you know, piercing this, this, this attorney client veil privilege, whatever, for crime fraud exception. And Evan Corcoran, uh, Trump's attorney for the, the classified documents case, has been ordered and this week is it was a really a, a quick turnaround Meg. i want to get your sense uh because I, I could not believe that the appeals court said hey you know trump's attorney you got to have your stuff in by midnight and doj you got to have a response by 6 a.m we're going to rule on this thing tomorrow uh for corcoran to be ready to testify today maggie that seems like a pretty quick turnaround to me i'm no lawyer uh, what was your sense on how all that went down Yeah, that was, frankly, I've never heard of anything like it before. And I worked for uh, the federal appellate judiciary, the Seventh Circuit. That simply doesn't happen. It's an indication that the federal bench, regardless of who may have appointed judges, those that aren't hacks, are trying to cut through what is legal maneuvering that is obfuscating and covering up the core issues because I think there's an increasing awareness on the federal bench of the, frankly, sort of existential ramifications for our electoral system of what's going on right now. And I don't care if you're talking about Jack Smith with the J6 investigation. And by the way, I think um, the 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 uh, request to pe- pierce the attorney-client privilege under the crime fraud exemption is not an if, it's but a when, when it comes to the J6 investigation by Jack Smith. Um, but seeing that in the documents case, it's just 
this is extraordinary to have federal court judges turning over an appeal like that so very quickly. Um, I've never been asked to have a, a response brief written in six hours overnight by a federal court. And I would say zero lawyers ever have until this moment as well. It's simply unheard of, unprecedented. Ma Maggie, uh, we're just looking from the outside. We only see the reporting covered in the local papers. But despite the protestations on the debate stage, if Dan Kelly, in fact, advised fake Trump electors to commit conspiracy, you know, just in case they could throw it back to the state legislature and overcome the will of the voters, I would see that as a criminal conspiracy. Would you see that as such, or am I maybe reaching as a radio guy who gets a little excitable? Uh, this is going to be a really unsatisfying answer, and it's both, kind of. Here's what I mean. The fig leaf that folks like Dan Kelly and the other lawyers that are up to this stuff in their teeth are going to try to hide behind is, listen, listen, this was a legitimate legal theory. Right. That's what they're going to say. And therefore, it can't be a crime if we were simply exploring uh, maybe an alternative. Maybe it's fringe, but certainly among legal academics, this is something that we could explore. Why do I think that that is but a fig leaf? You weren't writing a law review article, Mr. Kelly, Mr. Eastman. Right. Um, you weren't engaging in an academic discourse. It was leading up to the days when the election results were about to be certified and the vice president was about to sign off on all of it. It wasn't simply let's engage in some interesting discussion. There were people that were being amassed, and you knew this, by the president at the Capitol for that very day. So what possibly could that have been when it is not a legal theory that has ever been found or upheld by any federal court? What you have then is lawyers engaging at minimum in bad faith, which to me means their law licenses have to be yanked. But yes, I think you're going to have to eventually pierce the attorney-client privilege and put those lawyers under oath and say, what exactly were you talking about? Because otherwise, it's as if you can simply chat with a lawyer and then, you know, plot to overthrow a democracy and nothing to see here, folks. That can't possibly be the way our laws operate. Maggie Dawn, Milwaukee County Corporate Counsel, our good friend. Maggie, Josh Call, the Attorney General of the state of Wisconsin, has shown no appetite to date to publicly do anything other than say, well, I don't want to cross the jurisdiction of the Department of Justice who are apparently investigating these, these false electors. But we know the Attorney General of the state of Michigan is currently in her own investigation because she feels like state laws were broken. And I bet with a little bit of time and a weekend in the legal library, we could find a couple laws that would be broken by the commission of election fraud in the state of Wisconsin. If I committed the same sort of fraud on a mortgage application, I'd be losing my out my house and going to jail. So why this inadequate nothingness regarding the false electors. They committed these crimes in our Wisconsin state capital. I put it to you, Counselor. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't. Does anybody know what Josh calls up to? 
you got me. I mean, suing it, Hyundai and, and Kia. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, for making cars that people break into it, it, all due respect. Anytime anybody says that, you know, the next line is going to be bad. If you don't think this is important enough to stick your political neck out for and take some heat, what are you doing in the job, Mr. Call? It's time to step down and let the adults who are willing to to pursue all criminals, regardless of political affiliation or power access, uh, to pursue all criminals, including the lawyers and politicians, including Ron Johnson, Dan Kelly, and the rest of them, that, that broke these laws and attempted to overthrow our democracy. What are you doing? I, I like the, the law library. Well, let's just start with reading the state's constitution and go from there. You know, the basics. I, I just don't get it. And maybe Mr. Call's afraid of being accused of engaging in political prosecutions. Well, here's the rub. The Republican Party is the one that is politicizing prosecutorial functions right for political Maggie, gains you gotta hold on you're gonna have to stick around for another segment more with maggie don you can't leave yet sister grass-fed locally raised 100 percent organic the devil's advocates Welcome back to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show, the Friday Happier Happy Hour. Nothing Wisconsin about peaches. I love peaches, but they're not (laughs) Wisconsin at all. Cherry pie, baby. We got nothing but the best of guests, Milwaukee County Corporate Council, our good friend, Maggie Dawn. Maggie, thank you for sticking around. I had to ask not just what the most Wisconsin thing is ever, and we've still got a pair of Charlie Barron's tickets. We'll give them away between now and 6 o'clock. So stick around for that. But I got to ask you, I thought Trump was going to get arrested on Tuesday. I want it now, Maggie. When's the indictments coming? Is it next? Hey, Trump week? said Trump was going to get arrested on tr- Tuesday. And I don't believe a damn thing Trump says. What do you think, Maggie? Yeah, right. That's that's probably a pretty good assumption. Uh, let's just recall the chain of events over the last six or so days, right? So Trump tweets on Saturday that he's going to get arrested on Tuesday. There's the little interlude where the guy uses like AI to create the fake picture of Trump getting arrested yeah. and like trample. I love the fact that the entire right like had an aneurysm about that. The guy's like, wait, 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 wait. It was it was a spoof. Don't believe everything you see in here on Fox, Newsmax, OAN. Okay, I digress. So you got the Trump tweet Saturday. Then you've got the um foaming at the mouth congressional Republicans stampeding out of the Capitol to effectively like threaten the district attorney, Alvin Bragg, right. With this letter demanding information that Alvin Bragg is not legally permitted to give to anyone under New York state law, which is a violation of state sovereignty. Remember when Republicans were all about that state's rights thing? I do I recall that, but, but also real quick, Maggie Bryan style, a congressman from Wisconsin was one of the signatories on that letter. Yeah, boy, he's making us proud, right? Huh. Anyways, you know, just ignore those laws, Mr. Bragg, that you've sworn an oath uh, with your hand on the Bible to the Constitution of the state of New York to uphold. Just forget that because we've asked you. Right. So then that gets sent. Right. Bragg then responds. There's more Trump tweets. And then Trump threatens all of this 
basically like, hey, you're going to have another January 6th on his hands. And then a death threat like comes into Alvin Bragg's office last night. Well, no kidding. They haven't figured out when to drop the indictment. I can't imagine a more logistically complicated set of circumstances. And I do have this suspicion. It's been bandied about a little bit in some of the other by some of the other talkers. But Mr. Trump is now a resident of the state of Florida. New York State does not have jurisdiction in the state of Florida. So how do they get him arrested? Well, you either have to have a Florida sheriff's deputy of competent jurisdiction where Mr. Trump happens to be at the time agree to go arrest him. Right. Or you have to have an agreement with the governor to extradite him. Well, that's not. DeSantis says he wants him if charged. DeSantis said he will not block extradition. Interesting, but not blocking is not the same as cooperating with the New York AG and the district attorney in New York City to facilitate set arrest and to facilitate extradition. Now, again, note to the DeSantis campaign. Why don't you do that? That probably makes a pretty good you know, visual for the guy that you want to run against. Oh, 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 Maggie, I got an idea. Send in hey. dog the bounty hunter. Trump will never see him coming. I think he might have passed, but send in his wife, right? Oh, like, damn. no, dog's alive. We went yeah, to the 2006. He is he dead? Dom and I, I so. attended Trump's inauguration, and we walked in with Dog the Bounty. And there's Dog. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But my whole point is, yeah. there's some complexity here, and it, likely his surrender has to be negotiated. My suspicion is Trump saying to his lawyer, "Yeah, I get your advice. That's interesting, all, but no, I'm not surrendering." Make them find someone to come arrest me down here in my new oasis of illegality, a.k.a. Meatball Ron's Florida. I mean, it, 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 it's quite the quandary. Yeah, but but what's the quandary? Hang on, Maggie. I don't, I don't get that whatsoever. If I'm the sheriff, I'm going to go get his ass if I get the order. I mean, he is no. He, he may have Secret Service detail. You can give him a heads up. But he has no legal protections, no extra presidential ex-presidential rights he is a citizen like everybody else tell me why anything would matter why wouldn't someone just go get his ass i totally wish that we lived in a reality where that was true where the fact that politicians and elected officials since time in memoriam have been arrested and brought to trial but somehow this guy who come, there's no reasonable argument that he's one of modern history's most corrupt president, I think more corrupt than Nixon could have ever been. Um, and, and yet he's somehow the victim of political prosecutions. Come on. There is a charge. And when it drops, he should be arrested. I agree with you, Don. But the reality is that those sheriffs in Florida run for office. And if they don't want to deal with it, you got to find somebody who will. Um, it, it, I I hate to admit it, but it looks like these logistics are part of the problem. So it's either these logistics. Let me just finish the thought. Right. These logistics or simply the threat level. Right. I can't. I'm sure Bragg is working with um, federal law enforcement, FBI, um, as well as others that sort of monitor these threats. And now it's extraordinary. And the president himself is calling for it. Absolutely. The ex-president soon to be hopefully convicted felon Donald J. Trump. Maggie. Contrary to online rumors, Dog the Bounty Hunter is ready, willing, and able to go get Trump out of Mar-a-Lago. Oh, he's, he's not alive. dead. That's that's no. His that's, wife is that's... passed, 
and his oh, right hand man. Oh, I got it inverted. Well, good. Let's go send dog. Like, drop the indictment. Send dog. That sounds like a great the idea. The dog's a supporter. Dog's a friend, but dog's also a capitalist. So you walk in, you get cozy, and you know, bring the camera crew, and bang, 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 you bring him down, just like the show. But I Ma- love it, Maggie. Dom and I have had some arguments, and you're the only person I know. If you say Crudy, you're wrong. I would believe you. Not that you've ever had to do that, but here's the question. <laughs> oh, no, never, 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 no, 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 doesn't happen. I think that history really needs Donald Trump to be charged for the insurrection, be it through the Georgia yes. courts or be it through the Department of Justice and the Jack Smith, the special counsel. What seems much less important to me is that we relitigate an eight-year-old crime of whether or not he paid off a porn star. He did. We knew it. It was in the public record then. And I'm not exactly clear why Alvin Bragg now feels motivated to perhaps indict the the former president. But in the whole scheme of history and what I want to see this man prosecuted for and convicted if, you know, a jury of his peers find him guilty is the crimes against the Constitution. I don't care about paying off the porn star at this late hour. Maggie, am I wrong? I get it. It's a crime. But so are a lot of things Trump did. I I do agree um, with a few what I would call nuances. My biggest concern is one, nobody really cares about the Stormy Daniels payoff. So there's a lot of blood, sweat, tears and ink getting spilled over something that at the end of the day is a paperwork crime that the average American doesn't care about. Two, why did Alvin Bragg drop the original, what I would call much more meatier fraud investigation in favor of this? And remember when he dropped that other basically insurance and financial frauds, inflating the value of assets for the purposes of borrowing, then devaluing them, of course, for the purposes of paying taxes, and none of it's actually real regardless. He drops that and he loses a couple of his top line prosecutors and now goes with this. None of this makes any sense. Now, sideshow, right? You got Jim Jordan now trying to subpoena these former prosecutors in Alvin Bragg's office, which is really extraordinary. I'd like to anybody that's managing congressional Democrats. What I would be saying is like, yeah, we'll have our people show up for a congressional subpoena when your people show up for the congressional subpoenas that were issued under the past Congress. Because why do you get to ignore legally binding subpoenas and we don't? You want to talk about politicizing investigations while slamming you know, investigations for being political. Yeah, that's Jim Jordan. But to your point about getting him charged for January 6th, I agree. And I think by far the greater detriment to our country and, and the historical record will be if he is never charged with anything related to January 6th. And I know this and, and I acknowledge that this comes with the risk that he is not convicted and what that might do in the grand scheme of things. It is important that every man and woman in this country knows that regardless of their wealth level or political power, that they will face the justice system. It may be slow, it may be imperfect, but they will have to face a jury of regular citizens and be brought to answer for their word and deed. And Trump is probably the most blazing example of the need for our justice system to do just that. Folks, you're listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. That's our friend, Maggie Dawn, Milwaukee County Corporate Counsel. 
Uh, I mean, yes, certainly. And, you know, the judging of history thing to me, whatever. You know, when you're dead, nobody cares, right? So what what what, what matters is right now. That's, that's my position. And if we're already talking about, you know, people perhaps logistically unwilling or afraid or having an issue, you know, getting the guy, I, I think that's also a sign of weakness. But let's talk a little bit about the, the details here, um, uh, specifically with this week. Now, we had testimony um with, with Everett Corcoran and others at the grand jury. We don't know. We don't know. They were supposed to be Wednesday. They were supposed to be Thursday. You know, now, so there's, there's a lot of moving parts to this. Is it, is it, is it possible that on this particular issue, because again, Alvin Bragg's coming off, coming off the victorious convictions of two of Trump organizations uh, uh, for fraud, or two of his corporations. So he's got the books. Weisselberg's already under his thumb. Maybe he's trying to get some information out of Weisselberg. Maybe he's presenting evidence to a grand jury that Weisselberg, he's got to play ball or he's going to do more. To, you know, there's a lot of things going on there. And I, I totally agree that the the January 6th, the insurrection, the coup, the conspiracy, the seditious conspiracy that some have already been convicted of, but no, not the levels that we want. That is the, the most important, no doubt about it. But they're all moving forward with alacrity. And now we get some, uh, you know, judges also saying the same uh, judge denying or, or saying that now what uh, Meadows has to come in other other folks have to come in and now testify now this, this can be appealed but he's getting he's getting hit left and right I mean every minute of every day Trump the pressure increases and it seems to be showing not only did you know the white powder and a threat to Alvin Bragg show up today or last night at the uh, in, in New York Apparently, postmark from Florida on Tuesday, the day that Trump claimed he was going to be arrested. Hmm, strange timing on that. Uh, but what Trump also uh, also went out and, on his Truthy Socials yesterday, saying essentially death and destruction. You know, if, if this animal, which he called him yesterday, I mean, Trump is losing his freaking mind. He's calling, he's calling for violence. Hell, he's having a, 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 a get together in Waco. He's having a a, a Waco rally. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Invocation of the Branch Davidians and David Koresh, which is one of the favorite things on the far extreme right to cite as government overreach. By the way, they never, you know, cite government overreach when it happens to be a black power organization. But again, I digress. Nothing like a little bit of hypocrisy. But yeah, Stephen Miller, Pat McAtee, Ken Cuccinelli. Uh, Mark Meadows all being found that, yeah, you're going to show up and you're going to testify in Jack Smith's Jan 6 probe. Wow. Yes, I do think things are tightening. I'm going to disagree with you strongly about the arc of history and why it's important in history. Um, you know, it, again, it is very hard for, I think, a lot of Americans to understand on, on a higher level, like everything that is really going on and how undeniably corrupt and completely contrary to the rule of law in America, all of these political actors are. That's what's truly extraordinary. I mean, you can go back to Teapot Dome, but like when in modern history have you had witting, unwitting, coordinated explicitly or not, this many politicians of national prominence getting together to defend a criminal who tried to undermine our democracy? It's unprecedented and the fact that people keep ignoring this or refusing to hold these elected officials accountable and promoting their garbage is simply beyond the pale historically these people will be judged by the arc of history and those that stood on the side of law and order 
which again seems like something that Republicans used to support. But again, dig- digressions abound. Apparently, this Friday, you know, they we will be counted, and where you stood will be counted, and that matters. If Maggie Don says you're wrong, I'm going to say you're wrong, Tom. Maggie Don, thank I you so much. I didn't hear that. Have a wonderful weekend. <laughs> you weren't listening closely enough. Thank you, Maggie. Giving away Charlie Barrett's tickets on the other side. Stick around the most Wisconsin thing ever was Maggie Dodd. The Devil's Advocates. Political commentary from the back of the class. And we are back. Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. Phone lines are open 844-967-2789. Dominic, want to thank our most recent guest, the fine one, Maggie Dawn, Milwaukee County Corporate Council. You know, I'm anticipating she may return to the airwaves, Dom. Ooh. And she said you oh, were please. wrong about the whole arc of history thing. Uh, I, I just listen. Number, your question specifically was, you know, does it, you know, obviously, yeah, J6 is, is important. It is the most important one to me as well. But whatever, whoever is ready to roll when they're ready to roll, I don't give a damn who goes first. That's not a thing for me. As far as the arc of history, you know, so if, if there's not a conviction, if those things don't happen, if this behavior is allowed to happen, what, what does that mean? Well, of course, that means that this kind of behavior should continue to happen if there's no downside for it. So, I mean, I, I, I get it in, in the history books, but it mat- what matters is right freaking now, man. I mean, this guy is fomenting death and destruction right now. He's doing it in the current, in the now. I mean, he's got, I mean, he's motivating folks to send powder and death threats uh, to Alvin Bragg. I'm sure that's going on, not just with him. I'm sure there's other threats being received by anybody who dares challenge uh, Donald Trump. And, and and when we talked briefly about this yesterday, let me just throw this out there. You talk, oh, you're, you're so grumpy. You don't need any new friends. And you know, talking about this thing. Well, this is not just a reflection and an observation of Donald Trump. This is This is laying bare the motivations and philosophies and beliefs of everybody who supports him. And if I did not hear anybody, I didn't see anybody. Hey, I didn't see Donald come out to say, say, hey, folks, I know, I know this is bad, but you know, don't send death threats to the DA. He didn't say that. Did you hear any Republican stand up today and say that? Because if they didn't, it's acquiescing, man. That's part of it. And that's why I have an issue with it. Couple of two, three things. One, you don't sound very Wisconsin nice to me. And we're trying to give away some Charlie Barron's tickets. We got one more up here. <laughs> to the big Get Out the Vote event Monday, March 27th, happening at the Comedy on State, 7.30 p.m., VIP tickets, the good ones up front with the super cool people, uh, the civic media friends. So, so far, I've given away tickets to Terry from Wausau, and I better see you there, Terry. Uh-oh. I've given tickets to Luann, the former bar owner with the pull tab sob story oh yeah she got stuck all right luann and gordy kopke bought a pair and then gave a pair my understanding to janet the the birthday girl oh nice gordy yeah what a generous guy but i still got one more pair because i think earl forgot to do his duty and give away a pair of tickets today so earl's absent-mindedness is your gain and the one other takeaway i had from maggie dawn is you're wrong, Tom. 844. 
967-2789. Not a lot of time, but you tell us the most Wisconsin thing ever, and uh, perhaps you can win a pair of Charlie Barron's tickets. Joanne from Madison, you're up. What do you got for us? Hey, Joanne. Just a, hey, just a quick note. It, there's nothing more more Wisconsin, and there's nothing more nice than uh, what's coming up at seven o'clock. Mike the Pizza Box. We've got to we've got to promote that show. Uh, he's a fantastic uh, speaker, and he's gonna gonna be uh, telling those tales. Seven o'clock, um, and uh, I can't choose the tickets. So, uh, but I uh, uh, hope you find a great uh, great uh, person to uh, sit in those seats. So, thanks so much. Great show. Thank you, Joanne. Outside the Pizza Box. If you're going to promote the products, man, get it right, Joanne. Uh, I tease. Thank you for listening to it. I'm sure our buddy Pizza Box Mike appreciates it as well. 844-967-2789. A very patient Kelly from Madison. Welcome, Kelly. What do you got for us? Hi, Kelly. Yes. Can you guys hear me okay? I can hear you, Mm -hmm. Kelly. I just pulled over on my bike on on the bike trail. I have been waiting a while. I think this is Barry Madison, uh, a meat raffle at the VFW. <laughs> oh, meat raffle, Kelly. Have you ever won the yeah. meat raffle? And what was the prize? What uh, was the coveted meat you took home that day? Well, I grew up with the meat raffle. My dad was a guy who hunted everything from squirrel, raccoon, you name it. And we had wild game feeds growing up. So, Which part of the uh, state, Kelly? That's also where, Beaver where, Dam. Beaver Dam. Beaver Dam, yes. But now I'm right here uh, in beautiful Madison on the bike trail. I've lived here for years. I want to go to the show. Well, hang tight. You may get a pair, but can't guarantee anything. We still got some callers holding at 844-967-2789. Don't hang up, Kelly. Meat Raffle's pretty Wisconsin. <laughs> well, what do you say, Steve from Milwaukee? Hey, Steve. As goes Wisconsin, you got to have a drive-through liquor. Get that Schlitz malt liquor. You know, I saw those in San Antonio, man, but I never saw a drive-through liquor store in Wisconsin. Yeah, that's not very Wisconsin. Good try, though, Steve. Eight four four nine six seven two seven eight nine. Carol, you're up. What's the most Wisconsin thing, Carol? Well, I'm going to try again since you didn't give me any tickets earlier. <laughs> I think all of these fiberglass slash roadside type attractions, mascots of uh, cities like the Hodeg and Rhinelander and the great big loon up in Mercer and the great big muskie in, in Hayward. In Hayward, yep. And uh, and just you know, like up by DeForest, there's a pink elephant, and up towards Black River Falls, there's a moose. Um, there's just all kinds of of just weird roads. You know, Carol, we're cutting you short only because there's not really a pink elephant by the roadside there. I think you're seeing things. No ITs. Eight four four nine six seven two seven eight nine. Rico, most Wisconsin thing ever. 
Hey, my oldest daughter graduated from the great University of Madison up there. We finally made it in her senior year to take in a game at the Camp Randall football game. We were way up in the nosebleed section, buddy. And I'll tell you what, that third quarter house of pain stuff started. And I looked over, and my little girl no longer had these looks of happiness and cheer on her face, but real concern. That stadium was a sway in that day, guys. And they beat Minnesota. I'll tell you what, I, I had to assure. She said, Dad, is this place going to come down? And I said, you know what, honey, the only place you can feel this, bad town, Wisconsin, baby, Camp Randall. Man, the recall. only place you're going to experience that. Man, Kelly sat there on hold for like an hour, but I got to admit, the jump around. I don't know if there's anything more Wisconsin than being in the upper deck. When it starts weighing, it's like a 7.6 on the Richter scale. If we could only feel that feeling, you know, going into the fourth quarter against Ohio State. <laughs> I, Always next year, Crudy. I'm going to say Rico, the jump around. Rico, call back in. Get your name turned in to our boy Ebone, and you get a pair of VIP tickets. I better see you Monday night. Charlie Barron's, if you want to go, you better buy some tickets. If we got any left, we'll try to give away some on Monday. Now stick around. Outside the Pizza Box with Pizza Box Mike. Nothing more Wisconsin than Pizza Box Mike. Native Roots Radio in the meantime. Have a great weekend, everyone. Don't forget, tune in for the Cripes Cast under the helmet. All the great programming right here on Civic Media. Keep it locked. Thanks, boys, girls, and Dom. Um,